Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today recording episode 97, Animal Idioms and Phrases, and we have a slew, a plethora, um, and a great mixture of different animal idioms and phrases in numerous languages, so I think this episode will be great for all of you interested in learning a couple new phrases or idioms in many different languages, and I'm excited to hear what uh, my my dog, my uh, partner, and my uh, man who's the bee's knees, my buggy Jared, has conjured up for us today. So without further ado, what's going on, Jared? That's right. The Untranslatable Podcast is the greatest podcast in the land. Some might call it the cat's pajamas. Um, yeah, we are going to be talking about animal untranslatables. I don't know what these idioms and sayings, I don't know what that is. We <laughs> That's call them true. Untranslatables here on the Untranslatable Podcast. But, you know, it's only the 97th episode. I don't know why I have to explain to you what, what we call them. Uh, but before we start, uh, what do you call it? Making parties at people? I don't remember what you call it. Let's uh, yeah, spread a little yeah. love. <laughs> Uh, and please follow us on um, untrans- on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. Slide into those DMs or follow us or like shit. And we'll just look at the interesting <laughs> stuff we post. Uh, I post. We post pictures on Twitter. There's the song of the pod always. There's the... Um, uh, there's the uh, episode I post them. I retweet, retweet things that make me chuckle. Uh, or you can email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes. Search if you're looking for anything specific. Or you can look through all of our plethora of untranslatables. And by all, I mean up to about episode 70-something. And, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, we call them untranslatables here. I still don't know what these sayings and idioms are that you talk about. Uh, <laughs> also, one thing that you can do uh, is every other week on uh, Saturday we put out a travel uh, a, a podcast, and it's great. We've done Prague and Vienna so far, and who knows what's next? Who knows where we'll go next on the untranslatable airplane? But if you're on the untranslatable airplane, be careful. I was doing some um, general snooping through the internet, and I found 10 things airplanes aren't cleaning as much as they should. And oh. I wanted you to guess on what some of these things were. Blankets. Yes. Blankets and pillows. Mm-hmm. Um, probably as disgusting as it is, probably the bathrooms. Of course. So, all right. So, wait. So, pillows and blankets, bathrooms, um, probably the door handles and stuff, like handles. That's not on there. But there aren't that many handles outside of the bathroom. That's what true. What kind of handles are you grabbing onto? That's true. Some love handles. Yeah. Well, in that should, case, <laughs> um, let, let's see here. The, you should really um, clean those. What else? And you said there are ten. There are ten things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I don't even know what ten. Hmm. Just think about all the things you touch. So the 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 armrests on seats. Um, that's actually not on the list. Surprisingly, okay. but that's probably one of them too. Okay. That's probably um, that's got to be on on the general what else, list. What else do you touch on an airplane? I feel like. What's the first with... thing you touch when you sit down at, in your seat? Oh, the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Seatbelts are gross. Okay. Okay. If you're bored on the airplane, you forgot to download the Untranslatable podcast, you um, have nothing to do, and you just are looking for something to keep you occupied, what, what would you do? Oh, hit the screen in front of you? Let's say you're on a shorter flight than that. Shorter flight. <laughs> There's no screen. 
Um, oh, you read the uh, in-flight little booklet or magazine, the Sky yes. Mall. Yes. Uh-huh. The good old Sky Mall. All right. The seatback seat back pockets are highly gross spots. Okay. So not this the ma- Sky this Mall This makes me never want to get on an airplane ever again. Dude, oh my God. Tell me about it. Um, something that your head touches. <laughs> the headrest. Yep. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. The floor is on the list too, but I'm gonna obviously the floor is disgusting. Right. I'm gonna replace the floor with something else that if you don't bring it up. Some something that I've personally heard a lot. Um the 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 little fold down tray. Very good. Very good. All right. the tray tables are disgusting. It's it's all gross. And mm-hmm. I mean that that air is circulated, so you got people in there that are sick or coughing or sneezing. Oh, or, excuse uh, me, by the way. Uh-huh. I need to take back what I, not take back, but amend what I said. You're right. Okay. Not only the seat back pockets, but also the menus, safety information pamphlets are mm-hmm. also considered highly disgusting. So I could throw Skyball on there. It touches those. There you go. So you just got to watch your uh, lovely flight attendant uh, do the do the security check exactly. and don't touch that magazine. I mean, stay, I always play, pay people. attention to uh, every one of those that I <laughs> of course, of course. have my undivided attention. Right. Um, it's not like you have your headphones in when you're on the plane or anything. Never. 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 Uh, my hands are in the air like I'm a doctor about to go into surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just wear attention. latex gloves next time we go on the plane? Would that be what, better? Just go full hazmat suit. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a pain in the ass going through security because I think you might have to take that off. <laughs> Probably. Most likely. That sounds about right. Some other ones. We'll just go through some other ones. Blankets, obviously. Um, overhead air vents is a popular one. Oh, yep. That makes sense. And this one really bums me out because this is my go-to seat, the aisle seat. Oh, I'm Just a window seat kind of guy usually. I like the aisle seat because I don't, I don't like to have to ask people to move and have to go to the bathroom. Right. And sometimes I do stretch my leg out in the, in the uh, aisle way too. Okay. See, I like, I like the window seat because I don't have to get up when people need to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know I'd what I rather, mean? I, yeah, I, I get that. That doesn't bother me as much as it bothers me to ask people to move if I have to go to the bathroom. Mm. Um, you know, another fair. thing I, th- I just thought about re- regarding the window seat is the people that like look out the window and put their head up against the wall. That's probably disgusting too. I, yeah, I do that. I do it too. I do, I do, I, it too, I, I do that. Way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one that I've heard a strong avoidance on the airplanes is the coffee machines. That's just something I've heard a lot. Okay. Is that they okay. don't they don't clean out the coffee machines. And that there's probably mold living within like the little areas. Mmm, tasty. Why? Mm. Why? Why does this coffee have some extra spunk in it? Hmm. I wonder why. <laughs> oh man, spunk is a gross I, word too. I've, I've also, uh, I've also heard that you don't. <laughs> um, oh, what is it? I don't remember if it's the the juice or there's like some beverage on planes you shouldn't drink. Coffee? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, co- coffee obviously, I guess, is one of them. Huh. Another thing they'll oh, do the, when oh. you fly. Yeah. Another one I've heard is the ice. You shouldn't mess with the that's ice. That's it. It's the ice. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're right. Um, the the other thing too though with um with traveling by plane, you gotta be careful with your alcohol intake, because it will sneak up on you a little bit. Mm. Okay. I'll, I'll 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 never forget <laughs> when I flew back to Vienna in February of twenty thirteen. Um, the flight was like half empty. I had never seen an international flight so empty. Mm-hmm. And the the stewardess, she was just giving me. Uh, I had I started with a beer, and then and then she like came back. Which this is how empty the plane was, and probably how bored they were as well. 
she walked back like past me and said, you know, do you want anything else, sir? Or, or something. And I'm like, right. And you're not a first class. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I was in economy for sure. You were not getting the special treatment because you no. paid for it. Right. And so she she said, is there anything else I can get you? And then I was like, are, are cocktails free? And she's like, yeah. So I was like, well, this isn't Keep really a cocktail. But, but yeah, she got me. So I was drinking screwdrivers, vodka mm. vodka and orange juice the rest of the flight. I think that's a cocktail. I think that counts. Is that a cocktail? All right. Just for a mixture of alcohol and, and non-alcoholic beverages, I'd call a cocktail. It's not a fancy cocktail, okay. but right. it's a cocktail. That's fair. And so I had, I think, three. I had one beer and three of those vodka orange juices, those screwdrivers, and I was out. I mm. slept like a log for like five hours of my flight, which well, rarely perfect. ever happens. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, did you hear? Did you see the video circulating on the socials of um, there was a guy on what looked to be a Spirit Airlines flight? If you look at the seats, it looks like a Spirit Airlines flight. Okay. He uh, was just chilling there, sitting so casually, just whipped out a cigarette and started light and yes, just started smoking. I did it. see that because <laughs> so I think I, because I think he was asleep or he was like half asleep. Uh, and okay. I don't think he realized what he was because, fully doing. Right. And like I he think dreamt people, about it and then woke up and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm actually smoking or something." Right, exactly. And I mean, when the when the when the flight attendant came up and told him to put it out, he was super apologetic. I think it was too late at that point. He well, probably right. had the popo waiting for him. At right. The, uh, I, yeah, I wonder if he had to pay a fine or something because I I'm read sure somewhere it can be upwards of two thousand uh, twenty five thousand dollar fine. Yeah, they take that pretty seriously. Right. And I think I think the um like the flight attendant is like like you can't not like report that if you see it happening right but he was right. just so chill and i looked at and i noticed the seats and i was like i think that's a, a spirit airlines flight and i was like of course it's a spirit airlines flight yeah. that's yep, the only that's flight no someone would so casually smoke a cigarette <laughs> right that, that's true that's really really true yeah. oh man yeah that's crazy that's that's wild stuff man yeah i can't believe it but well when this drops it'll be It'll be almost four weeks till I'm back in Michigan. Pretty crazy mm-hmm. stuff, man. Pretty yeah, crazy. Keep, keep this in um, mind when you're getting onto that long right. flight and that big airplane. So any of our Czech listeners, if you know where I can find a hazmat suit, hit us up <laughs> on translatablepodcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, I have to, uh, as, as Jared has mentioned on other episodes, um, I made the incredibly ignorant and foolish claim that I wasn't going to buy anything here. Mm-hmm. And I have accumulated a lot of things, which you do when you live anywhere for 10 months. Mm-hmm. It's it's really difficult. And I think uh, for my next destination, I will probably pack significantly less than what I packed here. Um, mm. So Give so yourself I more space. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like this this hoodie even that I'm wearing right now, it's I've actually my, it my, cool. school, my school's hoodie. Oh, that looks awesome. Here, here in the Czech Republic. So I'm representing Spes- my school right now. Spish. Yep. Stredny Prumislova Škola, Vyši Odborní Škola. When I first uh. moved here, I couldn't say that. So oh, th- there you Ba-da-da. go. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so I have I have one of these hoodies. I have a t-shirt with the same logo because I, I love the logo. And I was like, you know, yeah, what? these cool are cool things. Logo. Yeah. And these are like nice little mementos to have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I have to find us another suitcase. That's where I was going mm. with all this. So gotcha. I need to find another suitcase because I did the math and it will save me about 40 US dollars. Well, not save me, but I would be overweight with the one suitcase, right? And mm. with Lufthansa, I believe it's $130. 
which is pretty pricey, but it's $130 if you're overweight. If, you're overweight. Okay. If, you, if you pack, if you check another bag, another suitcase, it's only 90 bucks or 90 euros or whatever it was. Mm. So it's 40, it's 40, either 40 US dollars or 40 euros, I forget, um, cheaper to just have the extra suitcase. Right, right. So, yeah. and then I'm going to try to bring home some presents. Thank um, you. Yep. Yep, gonna get. <laughs> I, actually, I do. I do want to figure out what I'm trying to think of small things to bring back for some of my friends. I have some stuff. You're I actually do have good something from presents. I, I try. I try. Um, but you know, Jared, you don't want to uh, look a gift horse in the mouth. That's uh, oh, look, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm already thinking I'm going to bring like a small bottle or a couple small bottles of Besharovka, which is that Czech kind of mm. like herbal uh, liqueur um, or, or schnapps, I guess. Um, going to give that to my dad. My mom, I don't know why, dude, but my mom loves these. It's like, a, it's it's muesli. It's like a granola cereal, but it has That's dried hilarious. up strawberries in it. <laughs> and we don't and we don't have it in the, like, you can get it in the States, but it tastes different. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to get a couple of those uh, for her. That's hilarious. I thought you were going to yeah. say some sort of knickknack. <laughs> nope. Just getting her granola. <laughs> although, although I, if I can find something cow related, as, as Jared knows, our listeners don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but my, <laughs> my mom's kitchen is all pimped out in cow decorations everywhere. Pimped and out so, is one word for it. Yeah. That's, that's definitely <laughs> one word for it. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, so I have to buy another suitcase, so going to be in the search for that. And it's just been crazy, man, to think of my time winding down. And this weekend, there has been a music festival in Komutov, which is what actually led me to choose our song of the pod, which we'll get to later this episode. Mm. But I have to tell you, the music festival so far has been great. I went on Friday and on Saturday, David came to visit, um, previous guest on our show, uh, which was great. Every time I see him, man, well, one, it's like the time hasn't passed. But two, his check, I'm always, you know, we'll be drinking beers. And then I introduced him to some of my colleagues at school. He just started speaking Czech and was speaking pretty good. So, oh, wow. Wow. Um, so nice. that was that was kind of cool. Um, and it's so what, always nice. Yeah. This is a separate. This is not related to the hip hop festival you mentioned to me. Or was that a hip hop concert? Remember you mentioned where you're telling yeah, me that, that, that your was students Friday. said. That was, oh, okay. that was Friday. Yeah. The, the, the. Like headliner or closer, whatever you want to call it, was a hip hop group, mm. um, which was interesting. It was Czech hip hop, um, and then yesterday it was all it was pretty much all punk music. Okay. You should have seen the people in the crowd, dude. This this like reminded me of like late eighties, early nineties punk with like you know huge mohawks that are like red mm. and blue, piercings everywhere, cargo the, pants. <laughs> not like baggy camo, cargo pants. I mean, like the camo. Yeah, you know, I know, like the, okay. I know what you mean. But they they had more like tight tight jeans, black jeans, ripped uh, okay. jeans. Gotcha. Doc Martens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was quite the crowd. Uh, jumped in the mosh pit with David for a minute uh, with one of my students as well. Uh, oh, shout really? out to Andre. Yeah, I cannot imagine you in a mosh pit. You seem way too nice to be in a mosh pit. Actually, I I, I picked a couple people up when they fell over. So that's the kind of guy. But that's <laughs> what everybody go. does in a mosh pit. Like if you don't do that, you're kind of an asshole. Like right. Like the point is to like move around and like have fun, I guess, not to like murder everybody. Mm. Um, but you know, Who I've were, been to you, some. Uh, you weren't doing any of the pushing, though. Well, I, I mean, a like little. Just getting, like, more, more just jump, more just jumping around <laughs> and like kind of lightly bumping into somebody. I wasn't pushing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I definitely wasn't pushing. Um, 
Because I don't know my own strength, Jared. No. Uh, <laughs> He's throwing people. <laughs> 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 right. Uh, but, but yeah, it was it was great, though. Um, a lot of live music. Then we went to the one like bar slash club here in Komutov. Um, had a couple more beers. I was at the bar speaking English with David. And these two beautiful Czech girls were sitting next to us. And they just look over at us and gave us this weird look because they could tell we weren't speaking Czech. Nuvete Anglitsky. And... Uh, and so then one of the girls asked me, where are you guys from? And I said, the States. And I was talking to him. And these two girls had to have been, I don't know, 23, 24. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. One was blonde hair, blue eyes. The other one was brown hair, uh, brown hair, blue eyes. And they both were moms celebrating like a mom's night out. So I guess their husbands are at home with the kids. And they were having a little mom's night out. Both of them what a had sad their story. background pictures <laughs> of their phone, uh, of, their, of their little kids. They were both like one or two years old cute mm. little babies so so yeah so it was fun to fun to talk to them for a little bit and uh of course we came back to the table with a few friends and they were all looking at us like yeah like good job talking to the like hot girls at the bar and we we're like we we're like nope like they're just like yeah, having a no mom's chance. night out like <laughs> <laughs> not trying to be a homewrecker here that's for sure uh, yeah oh man that's, a, that's for some reason that makes me sad being a parent having a mom's night out at 24 but i mean if you're into that i guess why I Why feel like in here me? there's a lot of young parents. It seems like here hmm. it's it's more maybe accepted to get married and have a family and, and do that stuff sooner. Um, but it could just be where I'm living too. I'm not really sure. Right. Um, right. But yeah. But it it was great, and uh, I'm looking forward to t- talking to you about the song of the pod later, uh, and talking about that concert that we went to as well. Okay. Um, but I think it's time to spread a little I'm love. With I'm with you. You better uh, believe it. I actually have a uh, have a shout out today. I forgot what they were oh, called nice. real quick. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Uh, and these are th- three uh, British boys named Devante, thirteen, Sammy, fourteen, and Sean, twelve. They uh, these three boys were coming home from school when they found themselves in the middle of a harrowing situation. Uh, a deeply troubled man was sitting on the edge of an overpass with a rope around his neck. About to take his own life, Devante Kafferkey, Kafferkey, Sammy <laughs> Farah, and Sean Young, that sounds like a football player, uh, at the time, didn't panic. In fact, the incredible quick-thinking heroism and compassion of the boys who, got, who go to St. Mary's High School, same name as my high school, by the way, just throwing that out there, uh, in Ches- Chestnut, Hedfordshire. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> uh, save this. Save the man's life. This is about saving someone's life, and I'm getting so excited about a British accent. They tried to keep uh, him back from the edge, talk talk him around, and when he went to jump, they grabbed onto him and refused to let go. As Sean then calmly rang for uh, help, the two uh, two other passersby came to help the uh, help the boys and help the man uh, get rescued. And uh, this happened back in. Uh, well, this happened a while ago, but now they're getting. This happened like late last year, but now they're okay. getting uh, recognized with an award for their uh, for their uh, duties and for saving some uh, someone's life as they were just walking by. And uh, I don't know. I like to see kids do stuff like that because um, you, I don't want to say you don't expect it, but um, it it is. I think it's hard. It's hard to to like jump into action, especially as a sure. kid. And these sure. three kids saved some dude's life that was about to kill himself. Absolutely. And um, I mean, maybe we've mentioned it on the pod before, but, you know, there is this concept of like 
um, what is it called, like bystander syndrome or, or bystander effect mm. or something like this that basically just means you sit and watch because you wait for someone else to jump into action. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and, and I mean, I think it happens a lot. You know, you see people get in fights and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe no one goes and breaks it up or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, so it's great. Um, and these boys, uh, I think, will have a very bright future. And it's good to see some normal people willing to step up and uh, help somebody else out. That's fantastic. I, I haven't been challenged, but um, I feel like I'd be a, a, a bystander effect person. Or so you just like, sit I, and watch? Like someone else. Well, maybe not if someone's jumping off of a bridge. But it's like if, if like, you know, fights or something like that, I was like, someone else will take care of this. It's like, I don't need to get in the middle right, of this. Right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends what it is, too, right? Like mm-hmm. if you see two big dudes who are like, I don't know, right. 220 pounds, <laughs> like 100 like kilos. Up. <laughs> right, right. Then if you get, yeah, because that, that can be tricky. Um, I was actually um, up pretty late the other day. And uh, this, you know, the room I used to do the podcast out of, I was sitting there just hanging out, mm-hmm. and I heard like aggressive arguing outside. It was like loud fu's and, and all that stuff. And at, and at first, I thought it was just two dudes yelling at each other, mm-hmm. but I think it was um, uh, like a dude and his girlfriend, and he was like he was yelling, and she was yelling back. But at oh, first, I was, in my head, I was like, if this turns into a fight, I'm gonna have to, like go out there. But my first thought when I thought it was two dudes, I was like, well. <laughs> Guys better right. figure that out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Interesting. At, at my at the concert I went to, the Anderson Pack concert, the fight almost broke out literally right behind me. There was this one um and you were there with your lady, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Her and I almost got into this full fist fight. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she would kick your ass, Jared. <laughs> um, there was like someone was trying to. Get, we were in like the um, what, like the you know little front general mission area yeah. in the very front, yeah. like the standing room. Yeah, and um, someone was trying to get out. You know, trying to get out, and uh, they were trying to get past someone. And the guy was like, "I can't move. This guy's right on my back." And I think the guy that was right on his back took that as some sort of insult or something or like saying like and so he like kind of pushed him a little bit and the guy Uh-oh. turned around and like pushed him hard and Ooh. then he was like he's like let's go let's go and the guy that initially got pushed then was just taunting this dude for the next however long but the other guy really wasn't wasn't having it and um and they didn't fight but i was like oh come on i gotta it's like does this have to happen right in front like right next to me right right <laughs> Way to uh, ruin the concert for me, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Can you take this somewhere else? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh. Well, Jared, my first shout-out goes out to China because China has now made some arrests and also shut down rogue chemical factories that are spewing CFC-11, which is an ozone-depleting gas. And uh, I think it's great. Uh, we mentioned, I think, either the last episode or the one before that, Um, where China has been doing things to combat pollution and such. I think it's great that they're taking these measures and Mm -hmm. trying to, um, you know, clean things up a little bit because China does have a lot of problems with different uh, factories. And, you know, it's still in many ways a a developing country with a lot of industry going on. And so it's good that they are trying to crack down on some of these things. So big shout out to China. Good work and keep it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy to think about like um, rogue like factories. Like that seems like something that mm-hmm. seems impossible to happen uh, here in the U.S. at least. Well, right. one, yeah, you're right. Like China is growing so quickly for one, 
and it's right. huge. So, so I mean, I, it's I can I guess it's easier to do there, but that's just such an in- interesting concept. Oh, for sure. And there's no no f's given about what they're th- putting into the environment. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, that's for sure. It's kind of like the wild west for all sorts of things. Um, wow, wow. exactly i think you just found yourself a new drop right there um but anyways my next shout out goes to um as a midwesterner this makes me very very happy um kroger which is a grocery store chain uh very prominent in michigan there was a kroger not too far from my grandmother's house back in the day i'm a big they are going to phase out plastic bags completely from their stores good their goal is by 2025 to get rid of all plastic bags i'm curious why it takes so long yeah like i'm not i'm not sure either yeah i don't understand but i mean it's still good but why does it take Mm -hmm. so long (laughs) stop ordering them maybe it's because it's it's a rather big chain Mm. and and they probably have to i don't know if they're just going to stock up then on more paper bags or what they're going to do interestingly enough though jared uh, they will start the project at its Seattle chain, which is QFC, where it expects to be plastic bag free by next year. Okay. Oh, so okay. that's at least a little quicker. Yeah. Um, I, I'm but, a huge fan of paper bags, not just because uh, plastic bags suck, uh, but because I then uh, use them as recycling bags. So I put all my recycling in there and, um, yep. and it, it, it's great for recycling. And I can't do that with the plastic bag. Right. Right, and the the paper bag itself will will be recycled. So it's exactly it's a meta recycling right the there, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so and there are also other companies. Um, so I'd like to give them a little mini shout out as well that are uh, beginning a broader shift to reduce waste, especially plastic. Uh, Disney, Starbucks, Marriott are getting rid of plastic straws. Dunkin' Donuts is getting uh, rid of polystyrene uh, foam cups by 2020. IKEA plans to uh, eliminate single-use plastic products from its shelves by 2020, also including straws. And what's interesting is also Royal Caribbean said last month that that its 50 cruise ships will no longer carry plastic straws starting in 2019. I mean, that's a little ironic, though, because cruise ships are like... The the level of pollution coming out of like just the actual engines is insane. Oh, for sure. But I guess you know I'm not I'm not knocking their not baby knocking. steps, Jared. Baby yeah, steps. yeah, small victories. <laughs> that's for sure. So next up, my last shout out for today goes out to our brothers and sisters way down south in Texas. I can't mm. do a very good Texan accent. My apologies. <laughs> um, but the uh, Texas governor Howdy. has announced a 1.6 billion deal for teacher raises. Basically, I think at the end of the day, teachers will be getting, I think, somewhere around four to five thousand uh, dollar raise in the next year. I I don't really know if it will continue to go up every year or how that works, but it's also a baby step in giving teachers more adequate pay for all of the hard work they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's really great that Texas is, you know, having this uh, this big deal for teacher raises and hopefully other states in the u.s will also follow suit uh, yeah i'm with you i'm with you teachers need it mm-hmm. uh as we were talking about last episode was that last episode i think so okay <laughs> I, we've done so many of these i can't even that's keep true straight anymore that's true three away from 100 that's uh definitely getting up there mm-hmm. that is for for sure well jared i don't have any shout outs unless you do oh you already know you know what that means I do. 
And I think by now our listeners know what time it is, too. Mm -hmm. So um, I will start off with, uh, well, Jared, since you're learning Spanish, I'm going to give you some Spanish ones first. So, uh, tiene lengua de serpiente. Do you know what any of that means? Tiene is to have. Yeah. Language. Uh huh. And snake is There's, that what that? Yeah, very good. Whoa. Uh, lengua, lengua is language, but also is tongue. Okay. Oh, to have like a snake tongue. He has the tongue of a snake. That was. I'm kind of impressed with myself. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Lie. <laughs> yeah. You did pretty good. I'm learning something, baby. That's the um, plan. So to have the tongue of a snake is that to mm-hmm. be a liar or sneaky uh kind or is that to yeah, have like a kind of like swear a lot a dirty no, mouth the tongue of a snake would be like you know sweet talker no 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 why why would a snake be a sweet talker i would like say the, this is like, the opposite of that oh because i was thinking like the original like the original serpent an adam and eve was sweet talk them into a. oh that's true that's kind of what i was getting at the or fall, like the, the snake, fall of man yeah. or like the snake from um Jungle Book was a sweet talker. Oh, um, oh yeah. What is that snake's name? I have no idea. I can look. Blue it up. is the bear. Um, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Ka. Uh, Ka. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I googled it. I'm, that wasn't. Oh, <laughs> sneaky. No. So, so I have a snake's tongue is like when you talk like bad behind people's backs and things oh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Not all of mine are animal related. I mean, obviously, I have a bunch of animal ones for right. later. We'll, yeah, we'll have plenty. Yeah, more. But continue. Uh, my, uh, my first one is, though, and it's Irish. Um, this is going to be a tough one to say. Do you mean Gaelic? Uh, they said Irish. Irish, I don't, okay. But maybe it is Gaelic, because I was wondering the same thing. I don't know right. if Irish in itself is a language. Uh, I, yeah, I, I have no idea. That's a great question. Listen, we're we're not we don't claim to be experts at anything here. Just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is something here, I just type in Irish language, and there mm-hmm. is something here that says Irish versus Gaelic. Okay. Can Irish people speak Irish, Gaelic, or Gaelic? So who knows? Whatever. It's Irish. <laughs> right. Ethnion, Siarog, Siarog, Il. I'm 100% sure all of those were said terribly wrong. <laughs> One beetle recognizes another. One beetle. Re- so it's like to eat. Mm. It's like cut from the same cloth? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. If I were to say, if I were to say um, man, Chad, you got a real uh, snake's tongue. Right. And you would be like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, well, one beetle recognizes another. Okay, it takes one to know one. There you go. That's what I was takes actually one to know one. For. All right. Yeah. All right. That was I one. Like that that one. was that takes one to know one. At least in my childhood, came up a lot. Mm-hmm. That was something that kids used to say a lot back oh, in the day. Oh, for sure. For sure. Definitely. All right, Jared. I have a. I'll give you the check one now. And mm-hmm. as you know, Jared, I think Ba-da-da. you know. I am a big fan of wolves and dogs. And I did not so, know that about wolves. Yeah, I've I've always been fascinated by wolves. When I was a kid, I always wanted a husky. Anyways. Team Jacob, uh, then, I would I would imagine. I guess so, yeah. Not into the sparkly uh, <laughs> vampires, that's for sure. <laughs> but you knew exactly right. what I was talking about. Oh, for sure, of course. <laughs> I saw the first, I think I even saw the first two Twilight movies. Hate to admit it, but mm. girl, I was like back in high school, loved them. So uh, uh, okay. would Blame go to them. Right. So here we go. Kudo chci se viki 
BT, Muzi Sanimi Viti, which means if you want to live with the wolves, you have to howl with them. Mm. Okay, if you want to live with the wolves, yeah. So it's like, I know exactly what this is, but I can't, I'm trying to think of the English version of this. It's like, um, it's not if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, but it's more no, like, no. I, or just give it to me because I'm going to be would mad. Say like, do, we would say like, do as the Romans do. Oh, okay. That's not how, that's not what I was thinking. Okay. Thinking of one with animals. Yeah, I was trying to think of more something more like, like, if if you want to hang with us, you got to be able to like 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 oh, keep yeah. up kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what. Um, I can't think of what it is either. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about it. All right. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. My next one is uh, Dutch. Shout out to all of our Dutch out there. Ixal tsein pupi laten riken. And that word you heard is exactly what you would think it is. Say it again. Ixal zain pupi latin riken. And that word you heard is exactly what you would think it is. The last word or, or poopy? Poopy. <laughs> <laughs> okay i is that i pay or i count oh no no i see why you think that you're thinking too german there okay what, what's the phrase sh- they, that's shell i shall let them smell a poopy so it's like give them a taste of their own medicine mm, no 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 kind of but no kind of okay give it to me uh it's like i'll show them Okay, I'll make them smell poopy. All yeah, right. they're going down. It's more like like I'm gonna sh- like yeah. It's like I'll, they'll they'll be smelling my poopy. Oh, that's and funny. it's specifically poopy, which I find hilarious. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, so so now let me uh, let me give you a couple other wolf ones in check. I got a couple of them right here. Um, let me see here. Um, so here we go. Uh, Mi o vilku vilksahumni, which means uh, speak of the wolf and he appears. Oh, it's like speak of the devil. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Yeah. My last uh-huh. one, this is my last one, is Japanese. Well, my last one of the untra- the official untranslatable section. Uh-huh. We're doing a full untranslatable bonanza today for some yep. reason. That is for sure. Yep. Uh, my next one's Japanese, and it's Nikai Kara Megusuri. And it means I drop from upstairs. I drop from upstairs. So think about it. You you upstairs. I'm visualizing it. Yeah. So like to come in unexpected? No. Like come in uninvited? No. Imagine if you wanted to put eye drops in and um I was standing on over uh, over a balcony and you were on the first floor and uh I was putting trying to put eye drops into your eyes from the balcony. So it's, it's not it, accurate, very difficult, uh, impossible. The judges will give it to you, but I don't like <laughs> okay. it. Okay, <laughs> okay. So how would you how would you phrase it? A thing or situation that's hard to control. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> nice. All right. Makes sense, I guess. Well, Jared, mm-hmm. since you uh, gave us some Japanese, I will give you a couple. Let's move on to the animal segment. Animal untranslatables. Bonanza, or Jared, you could say today it will be quite the zoo 
uh, of, <laughs> of animal untranslatables for everybody. And I, I like the phrase bonanza as well. So it'll be raining cats and dogs uh, with untranslatables. That's right. <laughs> you, you better believe it. And crappy, corny jokes throughout the episode as well. Um, so I'll continue with Japanese. And this is uh, Suzume no Namida, which means a sparrow's tears. Mm. Is that, that's not like fake crying, is it? Mm-mm. A sparrow's No, but tears. think about it. A sparrow is a small animal. Mm. So it's like shedding like shedding a single tear. Thug tears, as I call them. Alligator tears or crocodile <laughs> tears. Is that what the... I've never no, heard that before. No, so, so, uh, so sparrow's tears is basically like a drop in the bucket. Like it's only oh, okay. a little bit, a tiny, gotcha. minuscule thing that won't really have much of an impact. Now, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Before we go too deep into these uh, animal untranslatables, I was thinking about something before we started this episode. You okay. know, a lot of countries have different ideas and thoughts on what an animal means to them. A lot of countries mm-hmm. have the same thought of mm-hmm. what animals mean to them. I thought we should do some free word association. Ooh, so all right. What I, I like have, this. I mean, what I have, anyone could think of this, but I just wrote down a, long, uh, a list of animals and I want to go through and give our, our thoughts on these animals and, and what they represent to us. Okay. Let's Start do it. Start easy. Um, dogs. When you so think of dogs. Do you just want me to say, say a couple words that I associate with dogs? It's a couple words that you associate with dogs. What, what, um, what sort of untranslatable you would expect from, okay. like, with the dog representing it? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, obviously, I am quite the dog lover. Um, check out our Instagram. I think there's a couple pictures up of uh, Long my parents' ago. dog. Long um, ago. You got to do some sw- scrolling. But, it, but, but it's yeah. there. It's there. It's Definitely there. Worth, a, worth a view. If uh, you look through the, um, if you look through the uh, Red Velvet Hall pictures, the last one is uh, the, the guy who was playing his dog sat in a, in a chair in the back of the room for the entire time. Nice. We even there was even like a intermission in between, and mm-hmm. the dog like went somewhere. And as he started playing again, he came back and sat in that same chair. <laughs> oh my god, that dog is real MVP. That's awesome. I bet you gave him concert notes afterwards too. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like I heard you mess up that note. You didn't. Right. Get, you might have right. pulled that was an idiot flat. What are you? Me. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So dogs. I mean, I I would associate them with like friendly loving you know there's the age-old phrase uh man's best friend mm-hmm. but i think loyal. dogs for a lot of loyal for sure but i think a lot of untranslatables related to dogs are usually fairly negative mm. like i can think of like sick as a dog in german they have hundemüde tired as a dog uh um, dogs are sometimes i would think also considered dumb a little bit yeah and in i think in um a lot of arab nations they're considered like very dirty mm. um as well um and so yeah so i think yeah i think i'm trying to think are there i'm i'm sure there have to be some positive dog on translatables out there but none are coming to my oh, mind I'm right sure. now i'm sure uh yeah i'm sure there are i'm sure there mm-hmm. are um cats Not sneaky n- sneaky yeah independent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very very good uh usually very smart very good hunters yeah, I would say kind of apathetic. Yeah, yeah. Our like cat uninterested. Lovers, our cat ladies listening to this will not be big fans, but yeah. That's um, Sydney's actually one of those. She she keeps on talking about getting a cat, and I'm like, hell to the no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm trying to think. Uh, I like the phrase, the cat's meow, and something's mm. like really cool. 
Or the cat's pajamas. Cat's pajamas, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also I also like the fact that's interesting about cats and dogs. The fact that um, now it, or, or like in the early that would have been I think early two thousands in hip hop music, people would call like their friends like dog, right? Mm-hmm. Usually D A W G, not D O G. But you right. know, but then like old jazz dudes would call like like that's a cool cat playing the playing the keys up there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's interesting how both those terms can be used as like an the term of endearment concept. or yeah, very similar concept, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. How do dog, dogs take that over? I don't know, no man. Called, I'm sure no one was calling each other dog back in the 60s and right. 70s. Yo, they sup dog. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> where I don't my know dog where that comes at. from? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Maybe it's all Baja Men's fault with who let the dogs out. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Who knows? Damn who Baja knows? Men. Um, all right. We're going to get a little bit more difficult, I'd say. Fish. Okay. Fish. Slippery. Okay. I'd say um, also dumb or absent-minded. Okay. Um, fish. That's a tough one. I didn't even mm-hmm. really put that much thought into it when I was writing these animals down. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. All right. We can keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh birds. You can choose specific birds if you want. We don't have to do just birds. Like owls, for example. Owls intelligent. S- yeah. Also Maybe good hunters. Sort of majestic, I would say. Yeah, for sure. In some in some countries though, uh owls are actually seen as like a bad omen. Mm. Oh, Believe like if it you see not. one, it's like a yeah. like a okay. I can mm-hmm. imagine that. Mm-hmm. Owls kinda yep. creep me out. Their eyes mm-hmm. specifically kind of creep me out. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, inter- interesting. Snakes? Mm-hmm. Of course. Snake is a popular one. That They're deceptive, sneaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, scary. Scary, yes. Um, Not trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I mean, I think a lot of the... I think a lot of the reptiles in general get a bad rep because they're cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have phrases like cold-blooded killer, right? Right. Or um, just that's cold-blooded, like when you just right. do something that's right. uh, you're not without any concern for other people. Right. And speaking of snakes, Jared, let me give you... And I'll I, instead of quizzing you, I'll just explain this untranslatable in Japanese. It's um, dasoku, which means snake's feet. And, and this, believe it or not, means it's like a big surplus. So because a snake does not need feet to move around, it slithers around on its belly... If you give a snake feet, that would just be excessive or a surplus. Oh. <laughs> kind of interesting, right? Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right, let's do one more. Let's do, for now, fox. Cunning, sly, mm-hmm. quick, mm-hmm. beautiful. Foxes are such pretty animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's the famous Door of the Explorer, swiper, no swiping. That's right. Very, yeah. yeah, also considered, I would say, yeah, I guess you kind of mentioned it with the cunning and a little sneaky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we say sly as a fox, right? Yeah. All right, one more. Alligators. Slipping on gator piss. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. <laughs> when I think of them, I think of ancient or like dinosaurs. Yeah. Because they too. haven't really changed that much from my understanding. I'm obviously no, um, you know, expert biologist or zoologist or, no, herpetologist. Is that... F- that's amphibians or frogs. Never mind. Um, but yeah, um, but I don't think they've changed much evolutionarily wise in like thousands and thousands of years because they don't need to. Mm-hmm. They're right. already like the perfect killing machine, you know? Yeah. 
like they I get can't huge think of too. They're right. I can't think of many natural predators for a gator. No, I couldn't imagine what that would be. A huge snake, maybe a giant snake. Mm. But that's that's about it. I don't know how it. that would be possible. I mean, have you not seen the movie Anaconda? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> You're talking about a <laughs> legitimately giant snake. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, huge. I mean, absolutely huge. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, yeah. There's there's tons of them. Um, I think also, and, if possible, mm-hmm. no pressure on either on either on either one of us. But if we could end this podcast with another slipping on gator piss, our own animal related untranslatable, that would make me happy. What slipping on gator piss? I mean, just uh, we, if we could. I mean, I, I just brought that up because that's uh, untranslatable that we made on our own. I'm saying if we right. could end this with another one. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. It's a very good idea. All right, I'll have I'll have to think I'll have to think about that. All right, well, well, Jared, I want to give you a few more Japanese ones because I think these are really interesting. Um, so this one is uh, umagaao, which means meeting a horse, and this means to get along. And the origin comes from horse riding, and more specifically, the relationship between a rider and the horse. Um, so it's I I would say we would say maybe something like two peas in a pot. Mm. right like it fits together but it, it makes sense there i love all these japanese phrases um related to animals because they're they're really really great um another one is uh tombogeri return like a dragonfly which means to rush back home uh, or go for a quick trip so it mm. comes from the fact that dragonflies can reverse course while flying quickly so they can fly backwards uh, okay so like if you were say six years old and your parents are like we're going to leave you alone, but we're going to return like a dragonfly. Don't exactly. touch the stove. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, or our liquor cabinet. <laughs> I actually right. have a Japanese one that stuck out to me. Okay. And it's nekojita, which literally means cat tongue. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, not being able to eat hot food. Or uh-huh. it's like you got a cat tongue, you can't handle uh, hot food. I do not have a cat tongue. Like I drink a lot of tea, and people mm-hmm. are often shocked. You can drink hot. it really hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy how hot Goddamn you, right. can, you can drink it. Um, yeah, all right, right, so before we get into, well, I guess let's. Um, I want to get into some German ones, and these are going to come right off the top of my dome. So here we go. First one, and I'll quiz you on these, Jared, and we'll see which ones you know. I'm already so impressed Jared, what, that you're getting them off the top of your head. And you right, haven't even started um, yet. <laughs> right. So what uh, what does it mean, Jared? If in German you say uh, Schwein gehabt, literally have have a pig. Right. Do you know what it means? I've never heard that before. Schwein gehabt is uh, like you, you were lucky, had good fortune. You were oh, okay. Lucky. In Germany, I think pigs have like a kind of a good luck kind of quality to them. Interesting. Pig was actually mm-hmm. one of the animals I wrote down for our free association game. I just didn't get to it. Okay. Uh, I don't really, I, luck, luck would not have been something I thought. Mm-hmm. Yep. Schwein gehabt. Uh, oh, this is a good one. This was me. Uh, uh, after uh, now, I've drinking a while back. Um, ich habe einen Kater. Mm. Literally, I have a tomcat. Oh, I didn't know Kater was a tomcat. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, that's to be hungover. Yep. I knew. I had no idea. I, I've known what that phrase is for a long time. Right. I did not know that that was referring to a tomcat. <laughs> I had yep. no idea what that word yep. was. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, just related to say you're hungover in Czech, is. Uh, so if I said I'm hungover, I would say mom opitsi. And opitsi mm. means monkey. So in Czech, they say I have a monkey. Interesting. When they're hungover. I don't know why. 
You're, um, I'm so impressed by you right now. I've never <laughs> been more attracted to you than right now. <laughs> <laughs> watch out, Sydney. I'm coming for your man. Um, let's see here. Other say, German ones. Oh, this is this is a really important one. Um, uh, er oder sie hat einen Vogel. Uh, to have a bird. Is that like to lose your voice? That means you're crazy. Oh. It means you're okay. crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, er hat einen Vogel. Like, yeah, that, that dude's nuts. That dude's crazy. Mm. Um, let's see here. What are some other German ones? Uh, ich glaube, mein Schwein pfeift. I believe my pig whistles. Oh, that was uh, untranslatable uh, by Annabelle many uh-huh. episodes ago. Do you remember what it means? No, <laughs> I don't. We I have believe... a similar one in English with pigs. Oh, I'll... oh, is like when pigs fly. When pigs fly, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That means like, mm-hmm. I guess. How would you explain when pigs fly? It's like um, in your dreams, kind of. Right. It's like yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here, and then um, oh, this one's good. Um, either you can say ich binne or spinstu like. Like, are you, are you spider? Are you, I guess, yeah. And it also means like, are, are you nuts? Like, like what That's are you talking about? That's another one. I've heard spinstu mm-hmm. or, or yeah. du spinna. Yeah. I, yeah. I did not realize. I mean, I, knew, I guess I knew spinna was spider. I just never connected those in my head. Right. <laughs> those right. are literally, those, that one I've been using since I lived in Germany as a child. Oh, I believe it. it. never fully connected to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were talking about spiders. Right. And then uh, to get out of a difficult or tricky situation in German is uh, die Kuh vom Eis holen, to, to like... Uh, to Grab the cow from ice? Yep. Basically means like, so the cow doesn't break through the ice, right? Oh, uh, okay, um, okay. That's a good one. There's, there's a lot of ones. And what's interesting too about animal untranslatables and phrases in general um, is I feel like in a lot of different cultures, using animals can also be like a huge insult. And yes. like can be very demeaning, right? Well, it depends on the animal, though. Right, right. I mean, not all my animals are considered like, like if you compare it to like an eagle or something, right? Or like a like a maybe a horse. Horses are very mm-hmm. majestic creatures, right? Um, yeah, but usually it's it's a demeaning thing, I right. would say. Or even like an owl. Like owls are often talked like considered being very. You know, I mean, this is kind of. Because of I don't know Winnie the Pooh I don't know what from, but owls are considered to be like super smart and and classy and like birds and right. intelligent yeah. and fancy <laughs> for some reason. Right. Um, and so yeah, I, I agree with you. Most animals like you know monkeys, even dogs, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. pigs, snakes, cows, uh, chickens. That's a popular one because chickens yep. are pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, and yes. also seen as cowardly. If you yeah. in English, if you call something, don't be such a chicken. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that was very good. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. There, there, there are a ton in German. And I mean, you can... Uh, uh, one of my favorite German words, though, is a combination of two animals, which is Schweinehund, or Schweinehund, mm. depending on which region you're in. My favorite in is Mama Huhu. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. horse, horse, tiger, tiger. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Schweinehund, so it's, uh, yeah, pig dog. Mm-hmm. And do you know what Schweinhund really means, Jared? I don't. And I like uh, this is this is really exposing my uh, German ignorance here. Although I do that's know the right. words. That's, that's saying that's something. Right. <laughs> well, so so I've I've asked many Germans this, and this is one of my favorite things to ask them because it's you always get a slightly different answer, right? Mm-hmm. But the most common answer I tend to get is that 
like you're, or if you say the, the inner Schweinehund or Schweinhund, like the inner pig dog, is that like, that kind of like lazy, you know, in, in English or in the States, we kind of look at like the, the good angel on one shoulder and then the, the bad angel or the devil on the other shoulder, yeah. right? And that Schweinhund would be the devil telling you, oh, just hit snooze for five more minutes. Or mm. you went to the gym yesterday. You don't need to go to the gym today. Wow. Or, you know, why why not eat that extra piece of cake? It looks so delicious, right? Mm-hmm. So it's basically like that that kind of bad conscious that is like telling like you to do things you shouldn't be doing. Your inner monologue. Right. Essentially. But like the, like the lazy, bad influence inner monologue. Right, 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 right. Is, is, the, is like the Schweinhund. So that's that's a good one. Um, that's so, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I want to get back to these. We're not done. But, uh, you know, many, many episodes ago, I mentioned that PETA had some animal-approved um, untranslatables. Uh-huh. What I didn't tell you is I didn't give you all of them. Oh, yes. I want to hear some <laughs> more of these. So we're here talking about animal untranslatables, and they're great. They're fun and all. But PETA takes animals very seriously and doesn't like it when people shit on animals animals are humans too (laughs) (laughs) so a popular english untranslatable is to beat a dead horse and do you know what that means of course i know what that means i'll explain i mean i know you know what it means but (laughs) yeah let me (laughs) let me let let me explain (laughs) it so so to beat a dead horse is basically like you it's if you're talking about a topic and you've already discussed it fully and there's nothing else you can really say mm-hmm. then you're beating a dead horse yeah for example yeah yeah just re essentially like reiterating yourself in different ways mm-hmm. over and over it's like we get it stop beating a dead horse uh they what would you think they would say it also has to do with horses oh i thought i thought you may have told me this one i didn't oh, i looked i looked okay. at my list of the ones okay. i told you so to not not uh, stop beating a dead human <laughs> no, it's to feed a fed horse. To feed a... F- oh, I, I kind of like the way that sounds, actually. Yeah, and it, uh, that one I'm okay with. Yeah, because you, you're it feeding a fed horse. I like it's, that. It's the same sort of thing. It's like you're you're doing something that's it's unnecessary. Redundant. Yeah, exactly. but in this way, exactly. at least you're like treating the horse instead of beating a dead animal. <laughs> that's right. Treat <laughs> open yourself. A, open a can of worms. Now, in this situation, open a can of worms means to like get involved in in a uh, a bad situation or like start a bad mm-hmm. situation it's like mm-hmm. oh man you because you said that to that person mm-hmm. you're opening a can of worms you know they don't like that uh now their recommendation is actually a, already a um an untranslatable nothing to do with it with uh animals okay what is it open pandora's box oh yeah i would say those are somewhat interchangeable yeah i like open a can of worms though it has a better ring to it it gives you a different visual too. Yes, yes. For sure. Uh, more than one way to skin a cat. I can't understand why they wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, and that basically means there's more than one way to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They probably said something like more than one way to, I don't know, cook a meal or more than one way to draw a picture. You were close the first time. You were very okay. close the first time. More than one way to peel a potato. All right. I mean, I guess that's okay. Yeah, and that's true. You could use one of those yeah. peelers. You could use a knife. You could uh, just eat the potato whole, not peel it at all. Mm-hmm. You could use one of those <laughs> those Japanese things where you like put it on that little thing and they use it to slice things oh, very yep. thinly. Those are cool. Yep. Uh, I cut myself on one of those one time. My dad has one of those. Mm-hmm. It is painful. 
<laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Hold your horses. I like that one. I, I uh, That's one of my favorite animal idioms that I teach my English students. Oh, really? Just hold your horses, yeah. My um, mom now, used to say that to me all the time when I was I a kid. I can imagine that. Hold I your horses, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, this one, their, their, uh, their recommendation is something that uh, is also an untranslatable, and mm-hmm. it's something that most people, especially our age, are often holding. Hold your cell phone? Well, that's not the untranslatable. The actual untranslatable is hold the phone. Oh, hold the phone. Fu- oh, okay. I was close. But, uh, hold the but phone. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And this last one I have a problem with a little bit, but we'll, it's put all your eggs in one basket. I don't like that vegetarians don't eat eggs because it's like, first of all. <laughs> Is that why this one bothers you? <laughs> the eggs are coming out of the chicken whether you eat them or not. Mm-hmm. It's like it, all mm-hmm. they are are unfertilized eggs. So it's not like you're abusing animals. It's not like you're taking anything from them. It's like if, if you weren't there, those eggs would just like d- disintegrate into the world. Because right. uh, unless a uh, uh, rooster's around, that's what chickens do. Right. Anyway. Jared's getting up on his egg carton right now, <laughs> preaching. I love it. Yeah, I'd say vegetarians, don't be af- afraid to eat eggs. Uh, you're not, I, I mean, granted, now I'd understand, <laughs> I'd understand if you're just getting like your standard eggs from a grocery store, because those mm-hmm. chickens are probably abused. So, all right, never mind. Um, so put all your what eggs in the one, say? put all your eggs into one basket. The uh, oh, and also they they say harmful is what the animal version is, and the non-animal version is helpful. And okay. they say put all your berries in one bowl. I guess that's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Put all your berries in one bowl. Yeah. Put all of your ice cubes in one cup. Okay. Put all your um. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'd say put all your guitar picks in one pocket. Oh, yeah, okay. And they end up in the washing machine, then your mom yells at you for forgetting you had guitar picks in your pocket. <laughs> it's not like that's any personal experience or anything, but yeah. Yeah, just pulling uh, some out of your top of your head. Right. Um, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I do say, I do like the um, don't feed a fed horse. I like yeah. the alliteration. Mm-hmm. Would be even better if you could say, don't feed a fed pferd, which is the German word for horse. Oh, that would be so great. Then, then you really get a lot Say of Say it them. again. Some Denglish. Don't feed a fed pferd. All right, there we go. There's our new untranslatable right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feed a fed pferd. There you go. Um, all right, so I want to give you a couple more Spanish ones. And then, so here's my plan, Jared. I'm going to give you a couple more Spanish ones. Okay. Uh, a couple Afrikaans. Okay. With some help from my friend Danielle. So Danielle, thank you very much for those. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then I will end with some English ones. Okay. So here we go. So we'll we'll continue with uh, we'll we'll start with Spanish, Espanol, and this one is and I think I think you'll know you'll know exactly what this one is and probably know the meaning as well. Pressure. Tengo song. un gato en mis pantalones. Oh, <laughs> I have a cat in my pants. Uh-huh. Is that actually a uh, Spanish untranslatable? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you seen the movie Blue Streak, is it? Uh-uh. Okay. I have not. There will, um, there's a, uh, at the very end, uh, it will, it, it's with Martin Lawrence, and he's, um, he, he, he pretends to be a police officer, but it's because he used to be a thief, and he stole a, uh, a diamond, and he ended up hiding, he got arrested for it, but he didn't 
he he was like got caught in a building that was being under construction, and he hid it in the air vents of this random building. Okay. Turns out, once the building was finished being completed, it was a police station. So he wanted to cover as a police officer into this building and try to get his diamond back. And then he ended up getting to Mexico, and at the very end, he was like yelling random phrases in Spanish, and he yelled, "I uh, he said I have a cat in my pants." And I thought they just did that just because. It was just showing that he was just putting together random Spanish words. Right. I didn't know that was a real, uh, yeah, real idiom. Tengo un gato en mis pantalones. Do you know is what it mean? Means? Like, is it almost like I have ants in my pants? That is exactly what it means. Ooh. So, and so we have like... a lot of we have a lot of Spanish English ones that are very similar. So that one's very similar. Which we just say means you, you have can't ants like in your pants. Still. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This one's also similar to one we have in English that has to do with animals. Como un elefante en una cacher. Cacherrería, which is like an elephant in a crockery shop. I know exactly what this is like. Mm -hmm. Like a bull in a china shop. Exactly. Exactly. And this is like someone who is loud or they're clumsy or an indelicate. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Good. I mentioned this one at the top of the pod. And this one is very similar to the English one. Um, A caballo uh, regalado. No le mires al diente, which means uh, don't look at the tooth of a gift horse. Mm. So we just say don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Right. And you should be appreciative of your gifts. In Spanish, they say don't look at the tooth. So even more detailed, I guess. What is a gift horse? Just a, a just a horse that someone gives you, right? Just a. Oh, that's hilarious. So I think, say right? like someone gives you like a. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, I, I thought it was I, I thought it was like maybe a specific kind of horse, but it's literally saying don't look like a horse that was given to you as a gift in right. the mouth. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I would, because I'd be like, I can't afford this thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Why, yeah. It's like if you were to like give someone a Lambo, be like, I can't even pay for the oil change. Why, why are you giving it? Like, thanks, but I can't even... I can't even afford the premium gasoline. What are you doing here? Just get me my Prius and I'm good to go. Um, all right, so this one's uh, also a good one. I like this one. Uh, also Spanish. Con el dinero by, uh, baila el perro. Uh, with money, the dog dances. Oh man, see, I was trying to guess. I was trying to. Oh, sorry. Flex sorry. my Spanish, uh, but I didn't know with. I didn't know Pedro was dog. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I Pero. didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you said with the money. Mm-hmm. With the money, the dog dances. Mm-hmm. I assume it's not to make it rain. <laughs> no, basically everybody has their own price. Like anything's uh, possible with the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. I got you. Right. Um. So yeah, let me see if I can find one other one for you. Um, oh, this is this is also a good one. Also has to do with. Well, I won't tell you what it has to do with. We'll see if you can flex your Spanish on this one, uh, Jared. So here we go. Cuando el gato sale, um, sale, los ratones bailan. When the cat, I don't know what sale means. Um, sale is go out, goes out. When the cat goes out, the rat. Man, I just. Los bailan. ratones bailan. I'm, I've asked what bailan means like four times in my Spanish lessons. <laughs> Bailando? Uh, not... I have a ri- literally have a written Bailamos? down in my notebook upstairs. In my cuaderno upstairs. That's uh-huh. notebook. So, uh, bailan is dance. Dance. Okay, okay, dance. okay. Just like the dog one. Oh, okay. So, when the yeah. cat goes out, goes away, the, the rat dances. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, it's just like, um, I mean, I don't really know what that, I understand what the visual is. But I wouldn't know what like what they're what 
the untranslatable. Like I wouldn't know how to translate it. Basic. Well, we I don't think we have like a distinct untranslatable that goes with this. But mm-hmm. like when the head honcho, the boss, or the authority figure is out, um, civil oh, civil yeah, liberties yeah. are taken by the underlings. That's hilarious. That's one way yeah. to put it. Right. <laughs> All right. And my last one for you on span if in Spanish can't speak English right now is gato con guantes no casa ratones. So a cat with mittens does not catch mice. Hmm. A cat with mittens does not catch mice. Mm-hmm. It's like you need all your tools. It's like mm-hmm. you can't you can't perform without all your. Uh... We we say something with our sleeves. You got something hidden up your sleeve. Mm-mm. So Jared, roll your sleeves up. There we go. Yeah, you gotta roll up them sleeves so you can get that work done. Get your hands mm. dirty. Okay. Okay. Basically, right. don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. Okay. So those were my Spanish ones. So now let me give you Gracias. a couple of Afrikaans. De nada. Uh, amigo, de nada. Um, so this one is Afrikaans. Let me hear it one more time. One second here. One second here. So an aren fang ni flieni, which means eagles don't catch flies. And this is uh, given to me by my... Uh, by my friend Danielle. She's a wonderful uh, lady. And uh, she, uh, I was telling her, she listens to the podcast, by the way. And oh. I was telling her, yeah, we're doing we're doing episodes. Uh, and I actually sent her a couple Afrikaans to send me a voice message so I could try to pronounce them right. Um, so you're listening to her right now. Yeah, I was listening to her say it. Man, see, if you, if you uh, cared enough about the people, you would have your setup so you could actually play it for all of play us it. to hear. That's fair. Can you send it to me? Let me let me ask her if she's cool with it, but yeah. What, with her voice? Yeah. Be, oh, why would she have a problem with that? All right, I'll, I'll ask her. I'll ask her. What do you mean, ask her? I want to do it now. <laughs> oh, you want me to send it to... Uh, um, all right. I don't, well, let me see here. Also, she doesn't listen that much. She's never going to hear this. I hate to break it to you. Bro, I'm, you, you, need to, <laughs> you need to have better faith in our listenership, my man. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, what do you think this means? So what's the English uh, translate? What's it in English uh, again? Eagles don't catch flies. Oh, it's like it's not worth your time. Right. Or insignificant. Exactly. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it your way right now. Um, but yeah. Um, what, and you're going to try to play it right now? Because it's like a 30, it's a 30 second voice message, my man. Oh, it's all of the untranslatables? No, it's it, she like says this is my favorite one, and then oh. she says it. Never mind then. Okay. Um, all right. So <clears> then, um, so that one, and then uh, the next one here is an op in the mofur, which is um, I believe that's a. Oh shoot! I had this one in front of me. One second here. An op in the mofur. Is like a, I think it's like an, an ape or a monkey in the, oh shoot, what was it here? Let me see here. Oh. Well, this has been an epic fail, Jared. Uh, let's see here. Aha! To have a monkey in your sleeve. An mm. ap in the mofur. A monkey in your sleeve. Mm hmm. Um, like a good idea 
or like a nope. secret? Yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, to be up to no good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. To be up to no good. Mm. Um, and then my last one for you. That's actually one of one of the uh-huh. um, animals I had on my list for our, monkey. Yeah, and monkeys are definitely known for being uh, mischievous. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Um, let's see here. And then the last one I have for you is, uh, oh, wait, maybe, I wonder if we've, I don't know if, we've done a lot of Afrikaans ones with jackals, so maybe yeah, we've we had have. this one. Um, Hokalar, uh, Hokalar, the uh, jackals ho groter de stert. The more naked the jackal, the bigger its tail. Mm. It's like the more you talk, the more you expose of yourself, essentially, where it's like, you're not leaving anything up for the imagination or like a... Mm, kind of, kind of. Um, this is more those who have the least brag the most. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. We have an English one similar to that. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. But we do have an English one sim- similar to that. Not using right. jackals, but... <laughs> right. But there are a ton of interesting uh, Afrikaans phrases with... Um, with animals. Um, it's really crazy. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one more Afrikaans. Um, Fan npada prober vere pluk, which means to pluck feathers from a frog. It's like do the impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I think I'm starting also to understand, like, at least ways to figure out untranslatables because it's like my first thought was all right, well, frogs don't have feathers. So if right. you're saying to pluck feathers from them, you're doing something that's impossible. Right. Boom. There's a little so lesson let, for everyone listening. Right let, let me let me give you one more then, Jared, so you can flex it a little bit because I think uh, you'll get okay. this one. Uh, Not about to embarrass uh, myself. What weight more van cars? Am I supposed to sounds, transla- translate sounds, that? Sounds similar to German. What weight more van cars? Was weist ein? Oh, I don't know the word for mole in German. Von Käse. Uh, what does a mole know about cheese? What does a mole know about cheese? Mm-hmm. Or it's essentially saying like, "What do you know?" I guess is what I was, was saying. Or like, um, you're like you're you don't know anything about this essentially. Yep. Because yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Somebody trying to comment on an issue that they don't know anything about, mm-hmm. right? Would be like if Jared was talking to me and he's like, "Why why are you using this guitar pick?" For right. this song, I'd be like what, like what, what does the mole know about cheese? I would be like, if I told you, Jared, you clearly, you know, need to be playing this piano passage with your with your first finger and not your second finger, right? I was I was messing around. Oh, the jam session never happened. He had to cancel on me. Oh, bummer. I was bummer. Um, messing around with someone's guitar the other day, though, and uh, it's it's acoustic guitar. It was mm-hmm. shocking to me how hard you have to actually hold your fingers down to like like to make the chord and then i thought how do people do that so quickly you got to really squeeze my fingers were hurting after like a minute mm, I'm, wh- what does a mole know about cheese jared i'm i'm admitting that i'm a mole talking about cheese but well, i'm saying ba- it might- basically what there, there are probably two two reasons why it was difficult one i bet you the guitar was not set up properly meaning the strings were very high like a high distance between the the, the fretboard or where mm. you push down. That makes it more difficult, number one. Two, 
Um, acoustic guitars generally have thicker strings, so you do need to use a little bit more pressure to fret them or push them down. Um, if you played one of my electric guitars when I'm back in Michigan and you come visit, I'll give you a little little rundown on oh, that'd be playing great. some basic guitar, and you'll see. My electric guitars, it's like playing butter, my man. It's smooth, easy, <laughs> great. Acoustic guitars are more difficult. If you do play, sorry for the random uh, guitar rant. I mean, this is my fault. All, all of our <laughs> listeners. But if you want an easy playing acoustic guitar, you should get a classical or a nylon string. Those okay. are much easier to play. But yeah. Mm. So good. So I gave you our Afrikaans and we uh, also some Spanish. So now let's talk about some English ones, Jared. And what I would like to do is I'm going to say the idiom and I would like you to give our listeners an example of how to use this in speech. Okay. So here we go. The elephant in the room. Um. Uh. Okay. Well, the elephant in the room. Okay. Let's. I'm trying to think of a good example. Um. <laughs> so. Um. I am at a. Uh, I'm at a. Uh, I'm at a party. And. Um, and. Um, well, right, let me just explain. It's now it's hard to think of an example. Elephant in the room is like um, something that everyone, no one uh, is uh, is addressing, but everyone's aware of, and it's sort of like the tension in the room, right? Where right. it's like uh, you know, people are awkwardly avoiding a topic that everyone knows that they're awkward. So, say for example, you have a uh, uh, especially troubled uh, family member at mm-hmm. your, and he or she is clearly not at the uh, Christmas function. But no one's talking about it. That's kind of the elephant in the room, right? Oh, for sure. Where yeah. I was like, "Oh, hey, how's how's this person doing? How's this person doing? How's this person doing?" But you don't bring up Jimmy, <laughs> right? Poor Jimmy. That's true. Um, so I don't know. I've I've never used this one, but I think it's kind of funny. And maybe maybe you know what it means, Jared. Um, that really gets my goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, here in Philadelphia, when you're driving around in the city, um, what people will sometimes do, especially in the morning if you're going to work or something, um, they'll just like, you know, it's city streets. So they'll just like park on the street waiting for someone to like pick someone up or something. Mm-hmm. And they'll do it specific, like in situations where you can clear it's getting, you can tell it's getting my goat already. <laughs> Right. They do it in these situations where there's parking spots. Like sometimes they'll do it right in front of like a parallel parking spot, and I'm like, just drive into the spot, or there'll be a spot right. like like right in front of them. And I was like, why are you parking here on the street when you could just get into the spot? That really gets my goat. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't do anything about it because what? I'm gonna yell at one person. And I'm gonna see it again in five minutes. So right. it's like you can't do anything about it. That's but gonna be one tired so goat. Annoying. It's like why are you just sitting here on the street when there's a spot right there. It's like right. just slide in. It's not even a small spot. You just slide in. Exactly. That gets my goat clearly. And this right. is an example of a goat being got. Is right. my reaction. Right. <laughs> so Jared, what is the lion's share? Um, it, there's a tra- there's a uh, yeah I don't know if it's a tradition but there's like a a saying in in a in a in like um black households that like the head of the household gets the big piece of chicken the head of the household gets the lion's share of the chicken so uh, it's just you get the the most or the biggest mm-hmm. something or like the uh, the biggest piece of something or the most of it right yeah good weasel out of something um i was almost going to use an example with you but i decided to change it <laughs> <laughs> i hate 
doing uh, social, uh, enga- going to social engagements, and I often try to find a way to weasel out of them. So get out of having to do uh, yep. go to go Good. do something. Good. What is a red herring? Red herring. Now the red, I, I now red herring. I've heard it before, and I roughly think I'm I, like it's on the tip of my tongue. But it's like um like the red herring is like that's like the best choice or like the um like the choice the red herring. I don't know. Give it uh, you Red herring me. is basically something and usually it's in like movies or literature or something. Basically a red herring is a piece of information mm. that draws attention right. away from the real facts of a situation. Um, and the reason why is red herring is a very or herring is a strong smelling fish. If you're hunting with the help of a hunting dog, and the dog smells the herring, it will be distracted by the strong smell and go in the wrong direction. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, how about wouldn't hurt a fly? We'll end on that one. Uh, Chad would never hurt a fly. He's a gentle, I would say gentle giant. You're not a giant. He's uh, he's very gentle, (laughs) and he would never hurt a fly. Hagrid is a gentle giant. Mm -hmm. It would never hurt a fly for For all Harry Potter fans. Right. All right, well, I think we've definitely... uh, uh, we have fed, we, we, we don't need to feed the fed horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now let's move on to our song of the pod, yeah. which is by, uh, Will Johns, who is a British artist who does a lot of performing in the Czech Republic. And he was at Otevreno, which is the festival here in Komutov that I visited. And I gotta tell you, man, this dude could play. He played Crossroads, which was originally a Robert Johnson tune that then Cream did later, Eric Clapton. And he played the song note for note, like Clapton's version, pretty much note for note, which is pretty um, admirable for sure and very impressive. But I wanted to find an original song by him. So the song that we are covering today for our song of the pod is called Action by mm-hmm. Will Johns. And what are your thoughts on it, Jared? My first thought was, I now... I hate when I do this because I'm I'm uneducated, but it did give me sort of a Santana vibe to it. Is that a yeah, re- that's foolish fair. thing to say? No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, good. You're good. <laughs> I thought I was be like talking out of my ass or something. Um, I liked it a lot. I um, I I don't know. I like the the message. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what that main. I can't remember right now at the top of my head. But like the main sort of thing, thing he kept go, like talking about. But it's essential. I, I I liked it a lot. I liked his voice. He's got a mm-hmm. nice voice, um, and um, yeah, it was great. I don't know. I just it was good. I liked it, mm-hmm. and it, it had sort of an old school sound to it, like yeah. Santana, for example. <laughs> it, it does have some Santana vibes. Now that you say that, I would agree. Um, basically, he says, you know, we need to take action. You can talk about it. You can think right. about it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. You have to take action. And yeah, don't I talk love about his it. guitar Be tone. About it. Exactly, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, is that maybe said that. I mean, he I've has heard a, that before he, him, but he might have said that. You, yeah, he, you mentioned that on a uh, re- pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. So it's a fantastic song. The dude can really play, and also I think has a really nice kind of soulful voice. Um, and he was fantastic live as well. And I have to tell you, Jared, um, he played "Purple Rain" as his encore uh, song, which was great. I'm a big Prince fan, so I was happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Played Crossroads, uh, played a couple originals. Did he sing he s- Purple Rain? Yeah. Oh yeah. How did that sound? Because fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and then he also Prince he started is a tough one with. To do well. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, 
And he started with Hoochie Coochie Man, which is a Muddy Waters tune, mm-hmm. which is a classic, blues classic. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so check it out on our Twitter, Untranslatable One, and our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast. Um, Do you think he nice, was one of, one of the standouts from the... Uh, I mean, obviously, he was a standout. You brought him up, but one I of your favorites? I think he was... He was my favorite. So far, the bands I've seen, he was my absolute favorite so far. Is there going to be more of just guitar, drums, bass. Uh, not of him, but yeah, we have, uh, we have different music going on every, every night this week, I think. Oh, so um, you're going gonna to go to see more of them. That's the plan. Yeah, cool, but not cool. this guy. Not this right, guy. Right, different right. No, different bands. But I got yeah. you. So yeah, so it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic song, and uh, we hope you all enjoy. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll make you step into action. So, you betcha. Time for the check word of the pod. And uh, my word is um, svirata, which is check for animals. Pretty easy. Pretty straightforward. Okay. okay. Uh, my word, my Spanish word of the pod is... All right. Hold on. I got to... <laughs> it's just a pronunciation that's so difficult for me. Intraducible. Intraducible. Which means... Um, welcome to the Intraducible podcast. Really? That's untranslatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. <clears throat> nice. Interesting. Okay. I like that. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Rolls off the tongue. Intradi- uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess not. I spoke too soon. I spoke too soon. Oh, that's funny. That is too funny. All right, Jared, I have some animal jokes for you. Okay. So, here you go. There were 10 cats in a boat and one jumped out. How many were left? 10. None because they were copycats. Mm. I thought it had something to do with nine lives. Or it's like, oh, well, now there's like 10 cats and one with only eight lives. I don't know. It was right. stupid. <laughs> what, what sound do porcupines make when they kiss? Ow. Very good. Very good. <laughs> How does a lion greet other animals in the field? Uh, eats them. <laughs> Pleased to eat you. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why do the French eat snails? Because they're gross. Because they don't like fast food. Mm. I was going to say because that's the only thing that smells better than them. <laughs> Jeez, Jared. <laughs> Someone has a little too animosity harsh. right now. Too harsh. Uh, <laughs> I don't even dislike for I like friends. I don't that's like, right. I just like making fun of them. <laughs> so my last one for you, Jared. This is a nice little little pun for you. Why do cows have hooves instead of feet? Why is that? Because they lactose. Uh, or lactose, depending on clever. how you pronounce it's it. Clever. Uh-huh. That was a good one, right? Um all right. Oh, wait, hold up. This is a good one. I'll give you one more. This is the last one. What do you call two octopuses or octopi that look exactly the same? I don't know. What is it? They look identical. Oh. <laughs> I love how you thought that was so good that you insisted on <laughs> yep, including I that I enjoyed one. it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so Say what you will, Jared, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, everybody, we we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Untranslatable Podcast. And we could have done a three-hour episode on animal idioms and phrases or animal untranslatables, better said, Mm -hmm. or intraducibles. How do you say it? Uh, Intraducible. Yep. 
Yeah, intraducible. Okay, good. Um, so I think our quote of the pod to wrap today up is we hope that we didn't um, feed the already fed horse mm-hmm. for you yes. guys. But you learned some new untranslatables in different languages. And let us know what are some untranslatables in uh, your native tongue that have to do with animals. We would love to hear them. You can reach us at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable Podcast, uh, Untranslatable One, uh, and there you can also find our song of the pod. You betcha. And then don't forget as well, check out our website, Untranslatable Podcast, and please give us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Spread a little love. We would really appreciate it. It would definitely be the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas to get those ratings. So... We thank you all very much. We hope you've enjoyed and learned something new in terms of animal untranslatables. Let us know what you liked. And uh, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, and muchas gracias.